What's up, 1559 probably presents the rundown Loving Hip Hop Miami, the official unofficial podcast of VH1's Loving Hip Hop series. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by the lovely and talented Miss Shell Internet. How you doing, sweetie? I am doing pretty well. How about yourself? I mean, a little exhausted, but well. I'm doing good. Listen, this is wild. So allegedly, apparently, we have one episode left. And obviously, I did not know it was going to net line up. But I'm like, oh, I was doing marriage boot camps. <laughs> so y'all, y'all got to finish oh, out of y'all right. own. Y'all are going to get one more uh, out of me of that. But I was like, oh, well, I thought, you know, it was going to double up. Uh, this episode was a struggle for me. I don't know how it was. But I was like, this episode is just bad. It's just, I wish this was the last episode because I don't understand what we're coming back for next week. I mean, I saw what happens next week, but the whole Sheila Marie storyline with the, uh, what was that? The retreat. You know, Miami. Yeah, you know what I really want to know? Did they go back and watch this and be like, oh, I see where she's coming from? Because I was just screaming at the TV the entire time, just double backing off of what we were saying last week. And I'm like, y'all, that's not what she said. Like, it's, it's not that we can't have this retreat. It's just this retreat ain't for that. Yes. And, I, and I, after we got done recording, I said, Miami does this. When Amara Negra showed up, they did the colorism with Hollywood. I think that's who that name was. And then remember um, Veronica Vega? She said the N-word. And, oh, but my great-great-grandmother's black. I said, why is this a thing <laughs> over here on this season? I mean, on Miami for some reason. But let's start off with this. So they backed us up a little bit, which threw me off because I'm taking notes. I'm like, wait, this is, she said, so all y'all need to know is when Princess got emotional, she said, Hila can come from different places. We should teach women who are raising black children. She apologizes for getting emotional. Her trauma comes from her mom not knowing how to raise a black woman. And she's like, uh, yo, she told this story on, on the talking head about how her, her mom's side of the family said she can't go to Disney World because she's black. And then they went to Disney World without her. Damn. Yeah. What? Yo, everybody. I was going to be rude. Like, everybody got And die. here's my thing. I'm not saying that women who date outside of their race don't need help and assistance of raising children. That's not what they are specifically. They don't come across as that so like i completely understand that i think i'm just more about this you changed her retreat to be whatever you wanted it to be and that's not what this retreat was about it was a safe space for specifically black women women to deal with healing and other black woman things does not mean just how as your filipino mother could not relate or understand the black woman right and you had to deal with that. This is a space for you as a black woman. This does not mean that we don't like, appreciate, understand, blah, 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 any other race of woman. We're just saying this particular space today is focused on black women, not about how to raise <laughs> this Latin woman, how to raise her kid. It's not what yeah. this is about. I'm mm. sure there is Latin situations that yeah. we won't understand or know shit about. That, I'm not going to force my way into your group setting to be like, oh, well, I married a Latin man, 
and I should be able to come. I need, yeah, like that. Just I don't understand why we why this wasn't making sense to them. If y'all understood it in a different way, please let me know because maybe it went over my head. But I'm just like I don't I don't understand why this. And then to like low key be. Let me start over. First, she never invited Neri to start off. You brought Princess brought it up. She expanded on it. She never actually invited her though. Mm -hmm. So now you made the situation complicated when it didn't have to be. Now it looks like I just didn't invite her because she was Latin. When I really never, she would have known nothing about this had you not brought it up because it wasn't for her to know about. Mm -hmm. Both her and Sheila were raised around people who look like them. She restates, Sheila restates the retreat is for black women. And the fact that she has to repeat this shows how little black women are allowed to even have a safe space. She says, listen, this ain't the right energy. This ain't the vibe. I do this for love. Then princess disagreed again. And she was like, do you hear that though? The fact that I have to repeat this already tells me that black people aren't even allowed to have a space to them fucking selves. What Princess was trying to do was invite somebody to the cookout. And that wasn't your cookout to be inviting people to. It wasn't your cookout to invite people to. Uh, Princess disagrees and she doesn't understand her point and feels she should know how important safety is. Princess doesn't let her finish. And this is what she was like. Listen, I don't only do events for black women. There's other events. And I will explain that when the time is needed. Not this conference. And she left. Took her juice, too. And I'm not even <laughs> mad at her. I wasn't either. This this did about I was like, oh man. And, and I was sitting here very much screaming at the TV, like, what don't you understand about this? Yeah, we at our school, we have we haven't done it the past two years because of COVID, but we have dogs, I think that's what it is, dads of great students. And it's for men to come. Uh they like you have to pick a day, set everything up. And you come and you shadow your kid or your kids because you ha- could have and you go to lunch with them. And it's strictly for men. And I remember when they got it together, like one of my first few years and a, a boy and I felt bad for the boy because his dad wasn't his life. His mom tried to come and they was like, sorry, this is just for men. Like it's not for moms. And it had to be that. But I understood it because dads are you are trying to encourage dads to be in their child's lives and, and take it yeah. because dads and I'm not saying dads are bad, but some dads who are in the kid's life just work, 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 work and be like, I just put food on the table. I am doing a good yeah. dad. And they want these dads to be more involved. It's only for dads. Point blank period. This is only for black women. Point blank period. And Point blank you know, period. What bothered me? That, that princess was turning it around to, um, but she's a mom. Uh, but when did she say this was a retreat for moms? <laughs> like, that all moms. too. Like, we never said that. I, that's why I was like, I wonder if y'all went back and watched it and was like, oh, I see where you're coming from now. Because I'm talking about fuming over here is what I was doing. And I just couldn't for the life of me figure out what y'all didn't understand. Hold on real quick. I just looked at my notes and, see, and realized it did not sync. So I got to grab my iPad. Hold on. Oh, find the energy, find the energy. I started tweaking. I was looking at my notes. I'm like, why am I stopping it? I was like, where's my uh my news and rumors? Where's my next time off? All right. I all also right. thought your iPad was gonna be farther away and it was gonna give me more time to enjoy my cookie. <laughs> oh, no, I was right behind me. All right. So Suki meets up with her friend Tina. Uh now this is the friend who had hooked her up with Kill Bill, but this is not the friend who's later on. I was like, why Tina is not yeah, there? We get Sapphire. I was confused. Mm-hmm. Uh before we get into the scene, Suki got her Instagram back. 
And I went to go check because I was like, Suki Anna has an Instagram. It's Suki, Suki Anna the goat. And it's only has like 60 some pictures. So I think um, those pictures where they are blurring stuff out, I didn't go too deep in it. I think she probably took those down. Like <laughs> moved them somewhere else. Now, the private like, part of it, you can't have these pictures on here if you want this back. Yeah. So now she's going to have a grand opening for Good Cat. Says Kill Bill got too involved in the business side. They got into a fight, which led to counseling. Now she's out of love. And Tina says Bill called. He was crying. He wanted his woman back. Remember the episode of Cosby Show where no, Bill, I mean, Bill Heathcliff was trying to teach uh, Theo about the blues. And he was trying to get uh, Justine back. That's <laughs> how so I figured, like, Justine, Bill was calling. Justine, Justine. Uh, then he put a he cracked an egg in his face. He did some wild shit <laughs> just to make him like weird ass shit. Tina says Bill is a good man and praises how he treats her kids. Suki knows they love each other, and um, Tina says, "Listen, do a good side and a bad side, and if the good outweighs the bad, then you stay with him. And if it don't, then you leave. That's how you make your decision. The pro cons. Flo meets with her sister, and these this relationship don't make any sense to me, y'all." She was like, me and my sister. I don't like always- none of you people. I don't like my husband. I don't like my sister. Yeah, said, I don't know what the fuck. Me and my sister have always been rivals. We have rival restaurants. I'm like, that is the dumbest thing ever. If both of y'all have your own restaurant, connect these restaurants. Y'all say the same it thing. would be such Take and the- such part one, such and such part two. <laughs> Man, what are y'all location doing? Location one, location two. This is foolish. Y'all could probably get a better deal on the on, on the food. You buy them in both. Foolish. <laughs> foolish so she meets with gal and then uh joyce the other sister meets floyd uh, floyd floyd wants to clear things up she updates her sister random about thought, really quickly random thought why is it that foreigners know how to come to america and open business and start businesses quicker than actual americans i have no idea maybe it, it like when you working together or what i don't know but I'm like, it's the pay, like one, it's the paperwork, the everything behind it of starting a business. And we know how much Hispanics, um, Asian, Koreans, um, you know, just all these like foreigners come over and create yep. all these businesses, start franchises, and then the, the local Americans don't know how to do that shit. But that's I, crazy. Even, even you shoot, even Africans, they get over here. They Africans go, they too, like yes. More, they like they got more pep in their step than we, than we do. We be like, all right, whatever. Um, it don't even just because I know Africans they grow up a certain type of way but it's just they're more knowledgeable about how the shit work and they don't even be here yeah uh, so she wants to clear things up she catches them up about the, the last meeting with Marlon how her, her put her hands on him and uh, she's mad at him and Debbie gal says listen I'm gonna get you Debbie Marlon in the same place so Flo can talk to them at the same time this made no sense because I feel like Flo talked to Debbie called Flo. She got her side of the story. She talked to Marlon. He admitted this shit. Why you need to talk to both of them? Because neither one of them have lied yet to you. They have been told you the truth. Like, yeah, this did go down. So Flo misses Gal. She wants to help her sister. And this is when her sister Galileo breaks down. She said her son got stabbed in prison yesterday. He's 22. And I said, how old are you? That's my <laughs> question exactly. I said the exact. I was like, well, girl, wait a minute. He's 22. So he went to jail for robbery. Then he violated his probation. And that, so now he got two years in jail. She doesn't know if he's going to be okay. Breaks down to tears. Flo feels like she's a bad sister because she was so focused on Marlon. She didn't notice her family issues. Promises they'll get her her nephew out. 
and they'll have family time and she'll be a better sister. Joy. She blames herself for Pastor Bentley. What now what did Pastor Bentley do? Did she go home? Is she in an adjacent? Like right. how does work? Uh the next morning she tries to keep things positive for the rest of the trip. She got like this breakfast spread. Some drinks. Here come Bobby. Yo, all right, but, uh, listen, I can't have that. So Snoop and Ray join her for drinks and breakfast. They reflect on Trina's outburst the night before. And Joy was about to tell us what happened after Trina walked off. But this is when Trina and Bobby arrive. Uh, as soon as he get his little food, he sit down and say, yo, did you apologize for Pastor Billy yet? Bruh, it's... <laughs> can you do this on his own time? And Trina <laughs> says she didn't have any issues. They just started off on the wrong foot. She didn't want nobody to lie on God about taking her pain away. We'll get more about that. Kill Bill. Uh, he's chest naked working on his car. He's not in a good place since him and Suki broke up. He visited his brother Miles. So he said he was so focused on Suki, he couldn't focus on himself. Uh, help her with he helped her with her kids, her career. He'll still he'll still do anything for her. Miles suggests that he tells her how he feels, and then he suggests it again, and then he says suggests it again. But Suki don't want to talk to him right now. He made some mistakes, but he didn't know it would end like this. He was right. facing a murder, a murder charge. She saved him and helped him become a better man. And he this is what Miles was like, well, tell all you feel without causing conflict. And he says, right. don't know if this is uh if this is what he would deal with for the rest of his life. What what do you gotta say about Kill Bill here? You I thought you got more when he when he, he proposes again. Oh no, I I have so much for this hood ass proposal. Oh yeah. Uh, so you with it or nah? We're gonna get there. <laughs> Gee, what is this? He read the book of uh offset because I don't understand. It's like, bruh, you love me? <laughs> Yo, you know what? Not to just jump ahead. But I don't know how you feel. I definitely don't know how the audience, the listening audience feels. But as a young person, I did think the line, you always gonna be my girl, was a line. That shit don't work to me. And if a woman told me you always gonna be my man, that shit is scary. Like, don't tell. Like, you, you can say I'm always gonna love you. You always gonna have a place in my heart. But to tell somebody you always gonna be mine, I'm like, fam, what that come with? Like, so I'm gonna be out with somebody. You gonna break it up because I'm supposed to be your girl forever? You gonna bust out of nowhere? What's going on here? All right, so we gotta get through this. The princess and Neri they have dinner together. Neri and Nori are planning a vow renewal and Neri is doing most of the work. They've been uh, together for 10 years and Princess admires that. They've been together, uh, her array has been together five years. I ain't, yo, it's, time is flu. It, I didn't know. It, man, it felt like three. This this is the episode right here where y'all, where if we would have saw this episode, the next divorce wouldn't have made, would have made more sense because she's like, yo, we're not on the same page. I can't keep using the kids yeah. as an excuse for us to keep yeah. getting together. It was she knew the writing was on the wall. Amari joins them. Neri updates her on the Sheila situation. Amara feels like she should bring um, Sheila should bring all women in. If Princess will not attend this retreat now, the convo shifts to Amara, who is dealing with her mom and dad in the house. They're like, "Oh, that must be dope." She should have attended. She probably would have got a better understanding of what, what this was. retreat was about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mom feels bad. They was like, "Oh, it's supposed to be dope." Your mom and dad is there. She's like, "No, nah, my mom feel bad. My dad won't leave." to her dr to check up on his other family what other family like oh where's this at he had a whole nother family like she got brothers and sisters they usually do <sighs> listen y'all need to listen y'all got these other families and you like i hope he gave her the heads up 
because she going to DR. She don't know who her brother and sister is. You know what's like when I listen to stuff like that and talk to you, they're like, oh, my daddy ain't been in my life or whatever. And then I found out that they do have a whole nother family. Like as that father, how do you feel knowing that you was like, it ain't worth this time. I'm going to try again. As if this shit over here don't even exist. No, they're not a quitter. It don't even (laughs) exist. And then when I understand that people go through different things in their life and maybe you, not that you weren't, well, yeah, maybe you weren't ready, you were immature, you weren't whatever. And then you did grow up and you got to a place, but like you don't never come back to it. You just said, fuck it. No. Like, we're gonna throw this one in the trash. And then yet your new family get everything. You don't even they, try. They treat it like remember them back in the day, them hip hop videos used to be to be continued and never got continued. That's how they treat never. that first family. <laughs> They're like, yo, to be continued, never came back and pick it up. Like, I ain't you never come back and try with the kid. Obviously, if you've grown in life, you probably rate you got this new family, you you, you a different person. Mm-hmm. You probably treat this wife, this girl different, your kids different. And I get that. But you really said fuck that child over there. Y'all, uh, well, people are trash. So she tells them she kind of got pregnant. She was scared at first, then got excited, and then she had a miscarriage. She called Alan, who was too busy working to acknowledge when she had got pregnant. I was confused. Because at first I thought it was the miscarriage conversation, but it was the pregnant. She felt alone and all crowded out. The ladies think Alan is foul. I don't know how many more. But this is this is the thing, too. Amara, I know she says she's 30, but she might be young in relationships because if we're taking everything on face value, he didn't, he was, he he wanted to separate you from your family. He was like, no, you can't be in Miami. Then he didn't want to give you an Uber. And now he doing. Like, oh, I'm too busy to find out you pregnant, not even happy or nothing like that. It then, was the Uber for me. Yeah. And okay. then when she get there, it was like, she did the whole, like, this is teenage stuff. When you tell the man, if you don't want to, if you don't want us to be together, just leave me alone. Leave like, me alone. Man, you say I'm done. Just say I'm done. Amara comes home. She wants to do something special for her dad before he leaves. You know, family time, bonding time. Her mom was like, yo, before you do that, you need to see this car. So she gets up. Get this car next to a vase because it's not a vase, y'all. This is a vase. Uh, dear Amara, <laughs> I'm a man of few words. Hope our time together makes up for the time we lost. I'll always keep you in my heart. This, he, yo, he wrote her a dear John. <laughs> he wrote as if Jeez. I'm never going to see you again. I always keep you in my heart. Hope you the same. Then he wrote, I mean, he, it, according to her, it said, Love you, Daniel. Not love you, dad, or, you know, your daddy's. No, nope, none of that. Amara's upset that he couldn't wait. Her mom insisted that she, uh, that she told him to wait. Amara doesn't think he loves her and Anna maybe uh, her mom says well maybe he does in his own way but that's that's the, probably the most respectful shit she just said about the man yeah. the whole time Amara feels like she forced him to love her and want her thinks he came back because he needed her not wanted her her mom comforts her and then Amara breaks the vase of flowers like snaps alright Joy tries again she gets everybody to meet with I believe this woman named was Shatari uh Aline uh Aline uh but call it Tori Shatori I think uh, not Shatari uh form she does a form of energy healing to move internal trauma inside the body I don't know why I wrote bottle but I, uh, gotta be. so she tells them to lay on their back breathe and breathe in for three hold for three breathe out and I did not have time to go look up what that wood stick instrument was uh she had some sound bowls that's what it is. I was like, Winstick? What is it? I couldn't remember. I was like, I'm familiar with that instrument. I know what it is. She had these sound bowls. Trina was skeptical. 
but uh she's like ask you know ask yourself what do you do what do i need most now blah blah Trina Trina fell asleep. said sleep <laughs> fell that's asleep. what she needs is sleep uh so bobby's like huzzah it worked and it started to rain it was like yo it was raining over the you know the, the little trauma drama and that's when she woke up and they had to head inside i want like to, and then i'm mad the scene ends there that's what you need to be like see we told you you needed this you fell asleep quick like blah blah, blah. but no we're done we're done there <laughs> flow needs closure this seems so wild this listen this is old school love and hip-hop right here uh, yes it was and i was like it just y'all just too far y'all too far and late y'all too late y'all look yeah. too late for it. but this this was the scene so for I, me, listen, honey. what they should have done you you you, you got to take from your book because the way they did love and hip-hop atlanta i think season one was they set up that whole thing with stevie j i think stevie j comes in late i think that's how it opens up and uh coming up early morning mimi's like where are you he's like i was at the studio blah blah whatever you go through that whole episode. I think at the end of that first episode, you see Stevie J messing with Giles, and you're like, he got a whole nother chick? They should just do that with Marlon. Because they, they put in the air like, yo, your sister's lying. Blah, blah, blah. Nah, y'all should just let us know Marlon got another chick. Uh, I don't know. He really don't have one, though. Debbie explains. But you know why Marlon ain't the main character. I know. That's, that's Stevie it. Stevie was the main character. Yeah. Marlon and Debbie arrived. Debbie explains they were talking drinking smoking hookah i was sitting with the long dress and he went between my legs and ate me out this fool said it was a trap <laughs> wait what and then she was it like it was all the fools for me yo then he said she's like uh you text me i miss you he said that was a typo she calls him a dog marlon tells him so all the women except for guy L is yelling at him he's like quiet down there's people in front bro you are on camera i don't know why you keep wondering about these people up front there's a whole nation watching you. Marlon admits he was in his feelings when he said that Flo was always performing, and that's why he got with Debbie. Flo asks, do you know what he told me with her hand in his face? He's like, yo, be careful. Debbie, wild ass, says, we should jump him. It's the mistress for me. Ma'am, if you don't go sit down somewhere, this yo, lady, I was like, hold on. This wait, lady wait. was like, let me be on her side real quick. Look what you did to her. Like she was really trying to put- Bitch, look what you did to me. What is you saying? He said he was unhappy for a it's, little bit of time. Go ahead. It's really her just being like, Yeah, I'm sitting here. I had a dress on. He came up and ate, eat me out. You didn't stop him. Nah. And but, and in that defense, you ain't even have to stop him. You're not in this marriage. You ain't obligated to nothing. So I can, but don't come over here and pretend like you on my side now. She uh, she. You come in, you tell me your facts, and then you get the fuck out. Okay. Yeah. She just like him because he was like, I, I, I'm not turned down anything. So flow him. She really said, let's jump him. I know, and I wanted to be like, all three of y'all, or y'all gonna set somebody else to jump him? Because <laughs> how this gonna work? Really, her. It was really her trying not to have the heat on her. Yeah, that's what it was. Flow hits that's him what with it the was. purse. Debbie tries to hit him, and it was just a bunch of mind your business. Uh, Marlon, you gotta stop showing up to these, bro. It's just it's up. This man <laughs> said, "I ain't gonna turn nothing down, sir." What? What do you? You said this out loud on yeah. TV. He doubled down on that. She, she, because Flo he definitely doubled. Asked, Flo asked, and he was like, "Nah, I am no, I'm not. Why would I do that?" I turned <laughs> All right, grand opening for the good cat. I don't like this name at all. There's so many like ways she could have played with pussy. Like there could be a cat there. Like, but good cat. <laughs> 
don't cast know me why out. you. I mean, it could have been something. It just it cast me out. Actually, like that, but I don't know why you expected anything else, anything less from Suki. <laughs> Mama uh, is straight to the point. She said, "It's about the cat." Me out here. Why? All right. The ma'am gave us a Pornhub video. Isaiah, the fact that you shouted out KFC, your, yeah. your co-workers for KFC, Popeyes, and City Trends. You didn't, I don't that understand. That guy in his confessional. I don't understand why he was, this is the moment. You could have did that episode one, like, fam, I'm on TV. Nah, because he had <laughs> to be successful. He had, the shop had to be a success first. So he could be like, look at me now. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. And he definitely was in his Jody bag. Ooh, Rihanna had this one on. Yeah, but no, she did not. Ain't nothing in that store Rihanna had on. Stop it. Suki arrives. Her mama, we ain't seen her mama since episode two, episode three. Her mama's not there. She tells it, uh, but we do have Miami Tip and Jay Kelly. Uh, she tells the crowd to have fun, shop around. And then they did one, two, three, good cat. As if this was like Mighty Ducks. I don't understand that part. Kill Bill arrives because unlike Marlon, he he gonna mess up this uh this grand opening. Arrives and lets Suki knows how he feels. She he gets there and says, You changed him as a uh you changed me as a man. I'll always love you. You'll always be my girl. He gets on his knees, dedicates his life to her, loves her ki- her and her kids, and he says, Do you want it or not? Before she can respond. Her friend Sapphire says, yo, when a man is from the streets, he is not used to being emotional. Some men not don't know how to... come in here and say the day for him. That's what you have <laughs> to do. Uh, some men don't know how to express themselves. Bill is in love. Sometimes hurt people hurt people. Don't judge them by what you see on social media. Stick with who you love and who and who love you back. So Suki says, I do feel like you love me. Uh, I love him. I love you. You good. Uh, I love how you're there for me because he he asked her like, "What you love about me?" I hate oh, I'm so glad we passed that what stage. What you love life. about me? What you like? Uh, I, and then she says, "I love you." Yes. They go outside the shop and they party. That should have been and uh, that should have been it. <laughs> should have been this. But no, next time, Trick Daddy on Jig Champs. We've already discussed this. Bobby calls his father. Flo says she is getting a divorce. Ray talks. But I was in a rush when I was taking these notes. I said, Ray tra- talks to Trina's marriage. Nope, he talks to her managers. And this is before I even knew he was popping the question later on. Nori has to do more as a married friend. Princess ain't nothing Nori can do for your man. <laughs> I don't know why you keep thinking this. Amara speaks to Alan. Uh, and Ray pops the question. All right, let's see. We'll get into news and rumors. I don't even have the little thing ready. But it don't matter. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sukiana, let's start with her. She uh, was going off on Halloween costumes, and people thought she was talking about Sierra. She says, uh, "Where is it? Well, she says on her Twitter account, all y'all hoes love being Selena every Halloween. Ho be Harriet Tubman for once. Don't even know that lady's songs." All y'all know is Beady Beady Beady. She put Beady Beads bumper or whatever the fuck she be singing. Selena don't want y'all to keep dressing up as her for Halloween. So she didn't name any names, but everybody was like, "What well, Sierra? <laughs> Sierra? Uh, the singer Sierra? Not Sierra Gates, y'all. Uh, dressed up as Selena. So and she did. And uh, Sukiana had a response saying, "I ain't even see her costume. It was a joke, but I said what I said. Uh, if you can't laugh." 
kiss my ass or kiss my surprise emoji. Okay, so nothing there, but just to, just to put that on there. Oh, something. That, oh, Amara tweeted that she is ready to leave. She says, "I'm ready to leave Love and Hip Hop. I'm over it. Been over it. Thank God this was filmed months ago. My life has changed so much since then. Now we know she had a miscarriage. Do you think the other parts are?" don't even talk to my dad or I'm not with Al anymore. What other things have changed in this? Do you think it's changed in this woman? All of that. All of that. Uh, I could, I can see all that too, but I was rooting for Amara to be like, I'm not saying Cardi B as far as talent wise or superstar, but to use this show and leave, I felt like she overstayed her welcome, but she does have a new show called don't cancel me. Uh, says the Dominican singer TV personality took to social media to announce her upcoming show Don't Cancel Me with Amara the Negra the program is a space where the host and her guests will speak their minds unapologetically in where in quote where knowing what you don't know is, is, is an important element for growth so I don't know if this is a podcast is a talk show it says in eight half hour episodes Don't Cancel Me with Amara follows Afro Latina to the entrepreneur what's the air at? Is it a YouTube show? <laughs> uh, okay, you don't have any of that. All right, well, good for her. Maybe that's one of the things she can get off of. Oh, this Mendeecee situation. You gonna sign up for you sign up for Mendeecee's class? If you don't get out of here, <laughs> he's charging two hundred dollars. Sore, charging two hundred dollars for y'all to get. Uh, what do you say from jail cell to let me, let me. jail cell to something? Child. Fuck, let me pull this up because I was shocked. Because uh, listen, not to take away from uh, Mendeecees, what Mendeecees do? <laughs> like, what do we, I, I do? I don't Real know. talk. I don't know him Before, to have a job. like, yeah. So I'm like, uh, that's real talk. What did Mendeecees do? What is what is your skill set? I don't know. That's why I was like, uh, so you really just gonna. Let's see. Oh, from from prison cell to living well, creating wealth financial seminar and brunch hosted by Love and Hip Hop Mendeecees and Girlfriends Golden Brooks is one of the panelists. Why is she on here? Too, and then a bunch of other people I have no idea. Like BET's American Gangster, what is that? BET's American Gangster. Because wasn't there? But but like I remember Bing Rains was hosting something, but that was like a documentary type stuff. But how was maybe she's a writer or a producer on the show? Okay. Uh, listen, I don't know. You don't want to miss this event. I'm excited. It's two hundred dollars if y'all want to go and learn from Mendeecees. Tell us how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what else is on here. Da, 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 da. Does any of those um them Zeus specials, the conversations, any of those do anything for you? No, I, no, you know, I never the, watched them. The fact that Tommy Lee and Akbar V has one, I was like, did y'all even cross paths? I mean, y'all might have been on one season together, but I don't remember y'all shooting these scenes together at all. Yeah. Uh, Love and Hip Hop star Eric Whitehead, Sierra Gates' boyfriend, because I don't think they be out there, and Sierra Gates are opening up a restaurant together because Atlanta needs more restaurants. Um, Listen, we all need a new place to eat. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then um, they uh before that they got to the restaurant part that they opening up, Sierra had a miscarriage. So thoughts and prayers to her for that. 
And I just like, Sierra, just just slow down. Just stop trying to rush everything. If it's meant to be, it'll be meant to be. Y'all, y'all got time. Y'all young. I mean, he younger than you, and you younger than me. So right. y'all good. Y'all got to rush anything. Now, real quick before we get into this quick, quick recap of marriage boot camp, you have any thoughts on uh, Real Housewives? You know, there's two. There's two. One new franchise and one bringing back from the dead, which they're gonna do Real Housewives of Dubai, and they're bringing back Miami for Peacock exclusive exclusivity, and also light skin Keisha was spotted filming Real Housewives of Atlanta. You have anything about a loving hip hop person jumping over to Real Housewives? I just find it real funny after Andy Cohen sat here yeah, and got on his soapbox and was up here and was like. Oh, but this is not love and hip hop, and we don't do. If you don't get the listen, and why I don't want to see. Okay, no, let me start here. What happened to the people on Housewives being married? Yeah, because it is was... called Housewives. <laughs> is Atlanta just the one to suffer the most? Because isn't most of the Potomac except for Giselle? Is that the ones not married? But everybody else is. Yeah, on on Potomac currently, uh, every married, well, though. and Robin's not technically married. Yeah, but I mean, she was still living and yeah. dating her ex husband, whatever. Giselle's been single the entire time that she's been on the show. Um, she's had all these frivolous dates, but like actually having a man, no. Um, Atlanta. Let me think. Candy? I feel well. Candy went. I believe her first season, she was engaged when yeah, she yeah, come yeah. came on to I'm the show. About, like right now, like when you pull. You well, pull she's up. married. Kenya's divorced. Um, Cynthia got married. Drew is married. Cynthia got married twice. Yeah, <laughs> but she, Cynthia no longer on the show. Portia came on married, but now she's gone. Um, and who else is on this show? Drew is married. I said Drew. Oh. Mar- okay, let's talk Marlo. Marlo she's is not married, yeah, and now she's a house. She's bumped up. And although I do feel like she deserves a peach, but if we're going off of the fact you being a housewife, then you don't. You're right. Like, can we can we start there? What happened to actually ha- being a house? That was the whole premise of the show. All right. Let's get into this re- this quick recap of marriage boot camp. We only have one more to go. Um episode three we're gonna get yeah episode three (laughs) they had to do some stickers where basically they had these stickers like diva talking about materialistic blah blah, and they put it all over people brock got diva and he was offended by that it was basically what you think of others and then they had why yeah i don't know so they did this (laughs) message in the the bottom situation after that where you wrote something you wish people knew about you moni was in an abusive relationship treasure doesn't like social media neary wants to be known as wants to be no more than just nori's wife she wrote something along the lines of i want people to know i'm on two shows at the same time like i'm popping out here so because of your yeah and then afterwards they had to do they had to write something positive they had the positive stickers well basically they wrote something positive about their wife and then uh about their significant other and then they got to put those stickers over the negative ones that was dope and when they did that. Nori's like, oh, I'm kind of, Nori was like, oh, I kind of understand what they're doing. I got to just trust the process. That shit went all out the window in episode four. So at the end of episode three, Brock and Molly Maul got into this argument because in the previous episode, Molly Maul was like, we know you love balls because Brock is bisexual. 
Brock didn't like that oh. joke. He was like, we, but Molly was like, I'm joking about something that's real. You're joking about something that's fake about me. Brock thinks Molly is a metrosexual. So you get to episode four. And episode four was a jealousy episode where you had to work in pairs to do a 45-second sexy video. And once, you know, you're working with your significant other, blah, blah, they switch things up and like, no, you're not going to be doing what your significant other, you're going to do with somebody else. But you got to keep the same dance routine. So when these women yeah. were like, I was twerking on this and blah, blah, right? Uh, Neri was the first one who felt some type of way. Like, I don't want nobody else touching me. I want my husband touching me. And Nori, Nori was super jealous. I don't want nobody looking at my girl. I'm like, what are you talking? How can nobody look at your woman? That doesn't make we any sense. We look at her every day, sir. Yeah. So he was sabotaging the show. He's like, I watched the show. Don't, don't do it. Switch up your dance. Be respectful. Be respectful. So they told people to practice. Nobody practiced other than Brock and Treasure got put together and Molly Maul and Amber because remember Molly and Brock had beef. So they swapped their partners. They both had provocative dances. Except for when they got um when they were practicing, Brock was practicing, Amber walked in and was like, You being disrespectful. They got into this whole big ass argument. Get down to the what's the name? The worst dance was Moni and Nori. They did some hip hop two step and it was horrible. It was um it it was the the dance equivalent of ha 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 my name is here to say no, it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. And but everybody everybody switched it up except for Molly Maul and Treasure. Now, when Amber broke up that situation with Brock, Molly chimed in and called Treasure a thought. That shit lasted throughout the whole episode. So they got into a fight. But uh, at the end, Dr. Ish did thank Molly Maul and Treasure, not Molly, Molly Maul and Amber for following the rules. And he looked at everybody else like, fam, we want y'all, y'all, y'all are in the industry. You're going to deal with jealousy, right? And he told Nori, you're so you're so jealous about your girl, but your girl would never disrespect you. And jealousy is insecure because you're not confident about your position. And Nori started breaking down, crying. It was like, oh, I don't want to be. He's like, you you read me. He's like, I, you said last episode to trust the process. You not trusting the process. You trying to break everything up. So, uh, oh, then it was wild. So Modi's man was uh, when he was with Neri. Neri wanted to do this salsa dancing and then she wanted to end it with um dirty dancing, you know, where it picks her up and blah blah. They so instead of the pickup, and it was a pickup and a kiss. And I was like, fam, when they switched it on y'all, y'all don't have to kiss on her lips. Y'all can kiss on the side and still do the move. They didn't do none of that. They did the salsa dancing, she did a little baby jump, and then they just jumped, jumped together, and that was it. So Dr. Judge Charler said, Yo, why didn't you follow the rules? And Tuff was like, Man, that's man law. That's another man wife. I ain't going to do all that. And Judge looked at him and said, so you won't do that, but you'll cheat on your wife. You'll break man law. And he was like, yeah, you're right. Like, they just point out the stupidity and everything. But that was that. And uh, like I said, y'all get one more. That's the episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it. <laughs> you could tweet me at one and only. You could tweet Shell. And sexy shell, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappity Chat at I'm Neals with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check out other podcasts. We got to recap yeah, Insecure episode two. Can't wait to talk about that. Uh, support on Patreon. Until next time, guys, I say peace, she says. Bye.